Welcome friends back to another r slash entitled parents video. If you think you're not entitled, prove it by hitting the like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by Disastrous Garage 9052 then you guys can help with the kids. My friend is a stay-at-home parent and she's mainly always moaning about how hard her life is taking care of the two girls. Cutest little 7 year old and 2 year old. She and her husband fight constantly bickering about who does what and she seems to always end up feeling like she's the one overworked and undervalued. Her husband runs a successful business and the guy works non-stop always hustling. He's not a lazy slacker. They asked us to go on holiday with them, meaning we pay our own way but go as a group. We were keen. However, we decided to cancel last week because my friend insisted that we need to help look after her kids because she needs a break as a stay-at-home parent who works, according to her, non-stop and never gets downtime. When did being a parent become a chore, like cleaning a house? Mind you, I'm a full-time working mother myself with a demanding job in tech. The level of entitlement from this woman blew my mind. Nonetheless, we made up an excuse and are planning our annual holiday without them. In a situation like this where somebody's a stay-at-home parent who doesn't work a job and is constantly complaining about how hard they work and how they have no free time, do you think it's fair to openly criticize somebody like that? Do you think they're unreasonable for complaining considering being a stay-at-home parent that's more or less their full-time job? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is by Hidden Oracle, taking her jerk children to court. I, 22-year-old female, my older brother, 23-year-old male, and our oldest sister, 31-year-old female, are being taken to court by our birth giver. This all started back in October of 2021. Our father, who we'll just call dad, reached out and told us that he was diagnosed with cancer, which obviously devastated us. Our mother, who we'll call Runt, found out through one of our siblings that we no longer associate with, constant lying, animal abuse, etc. Long story. My older brother, who we'll just call bro. He found out, went to her house and told our younger brother, 18 year old male, we'll call him buddy. Dad called buddy and told him what was going on while bro and runt were there. Runt started throwing a fit. For a little while, dad was okay. Still able to do his usual housework, take care of our brother, 18 year old male, we'll call him baby, with cerebral palsy and he started immunotherapy. Things were all right. When December came around, dad wasn't doing good. He went in for a round of radiation and came home and was throwing up and dry heaving with no signs of stopping. Baby's nurse told dad that she needed someone to come to the house that would be physically able to take care of baby. Otherwise, she'd have to place him into a nursing facility. Dad called bro, who messaged me and sis, telling us what was going on. I didn't have to work that day, and considering sis has kids and bro had to work, I said I'd go up there to do it. I figured this would be short term, and boy was I wrong. I've been there for a week now, when dad and I are awake having a 1am conversation. He says, honey, I don't know that I'm going to make it through this weekend. I say, dad, what are you talking about? He says, I can see how much muscle mass I'm losing, and considering I can't even get out of bed on my own or use the bathroom myself, I think I need to go to a hospital. I don't want to lay here in my bed and die. I start freaking out trying to figure out what to do because I have osteoarthritis in most of my joints. And no, I couldn't take care of baby long term. Dad says, call bro and sis, I'll tell them what's going on and I'll wait for them to get here before we call an ambulance to come get me. I'm crying and calling my siblings to get them there at 3am. My siblings show up, we sit with our dad until he's ready to go. 
Bro and I decide that since we're the two most readily available, we'll alternate taking care of baby. Sis says she'll help take care of baby's paperwork and help dad make up a living will and power of attorney. We all agree not to tell Runt about it because she attempted to prevent dad from getting guardianship of baby prior. Parents have been officially divorced since 2009. She hasn't seen or interacted with baby in 12 years. We as siblings have taken care of baby with the carefully written instructions provided by our dad and with the help of his home health nurses. Q early January. Runt's pissed that I didn't show up for Christmas at her house. I was taking care of baby and had less Christmas plans than my siblings, so I didn't mind. Three of us sit down and decide that sooner or later we'll have to tell Runt about what we've been doing because she's starting to get suspicious. Bro says he'll tell her because he isn't afraid to go toe-to-toe with her. Sis and I both tell him to call us when he tells her so we can all talk about it together. Bro goes over to Runt's house at 3am and tells her everything alone. Cue the narcissistic behavior. Runt sends a message in the Facebook group chat to me, my boyfriend, bro, bro's fiance, sis and sis's husband. She tells all of us that we're so deceitful and she never raised us to be such terrible people, as well as she's baby's mom and that she can't believe we'd make decisions for her child without consulting her. Sis steps in and tells her that not only has she not made a decision for baby in years, but we were raised to step up and take care of our family when in need. Sis proceeded to call out all of her abusive behavior in regards to not only the three of us, but also Buddy and her two kids. Runt basically says none of it happened that way and brought up her three, yes, three, strokes she had six years ago. She started pitching some nonsense about how her family and my stepfather failed her when the 14-year-old, me at that time, had taken on the workload of an adult. I've raised my younger siblings minus baby since I was a child. When the strokes happened, I ended up having to raise and take care of her too. She kept saying that baby's her kid and she's so upset that we would go behind her back and not consult her because she knows more than us about him. She ended up blocking most of us, then proceeded to make another Facebook group with my boyfriend, bro's fiance, sis's husband, and a bunch of family members telling them to support her kids but don't get involved and that it's time for dad to pay for everything he's done the last 24 years. She then proceeded to turn off all service to my, my bros and buddy's phones, we're on a family plan, while buddy was at a wrestling practice at school. She turned her anger onto buddy and was telling him he's an adult and if he doesn't do things her way that he's in trouble, going as far as telling him he can rent the laundry room to use to wash his own laundry if he forgets his clothes in the dryer and sending him pages of chores for him to have done by the time she got home and he told her that he'd do it when he got home from wrestling practice. She got home at 1am and yelled at him until 4am and then he got up for school two hours later. She harassed him throughout the school day and when he got home, told him he had until 11pm to get his stuff and get out of her house. Sis went and picked him up, he got anything he needed and wanted and now he lives with me and Sis. Runt then went into the family group chat and basically told the family we put her in a corner so she attacked back casually leaving out the part where she was texting bro's fiance, telling her that we are the jerks. She put in for an emergency hearing for baby to the court, saying that he's been without medicine and care, even though we've not only refilled his medicine when needed, we've set up his new doctors as well. Dad's lawyer said she had no legs to stand on, especially since she hasn't had contact with him in 12 years, and Runt even admitted that in one of her texts to us. 
which of course was submitted as evidence against her. So now the three of us have to appear in court against her. I'll update y'all when that happens. This is definitely clear, narcissistic, and entitled behavior. I can't believe they're using Baby as some kind of like, bargaining chip asset, trying to get leverage by getting control of them. It's just through and through disgusting behavior. Our next story is by Liz Queen. Finally snapped and cut off contact with my bio dad and his family. I have no clue where to even begin with this post, so it might be a little everywhere. My bio dad and his family sucks. He almost got me hit by a train as a toddler because he was drunk and repeatedly let me be abused by his brother. His mother, my grandmother, tried to kill me in a drunken rage when I talked back to her and he's done nothing to ever protect me. My mom moved me away from their craziness when I was eight and he only ever called on Father's Day or his birthday. I was lucky if he ever called on my birthday or Christmas. Heck, he called when I turned 18 to boast how he'd finally finished paying off all my child support. We've been very low contact for a few years now. Alright, family history given, now slightly personal. I had a truly bad day. Work's been harassing me with phone calls about trying to understand the complaint I submitted because they think I don't understand the new policy. I do, it's just terrible and will only result in the loss of employees, which is why I submitted the complaint. I was denied for a loan I applied for since the money was tight, and was basically backhanded by my bank by them offering me a fraction of what I need and giving me an outrageously high monthly payment. My cat's at the vet and I'm not sure if I'll be able to fully pay her bill. I don't know if I'll be able to afford groceries because my car could die at any moment and if I get the wrong part for it, that's money I could have used to buy food. All of my bills are behind, and no matter how I budget everything, something's going to be late, resulting in it possibly being turned off. Everything I've done just isn't enough. Valentine's Day was my bio dad's birthday. By the end of my very long day, I was just trying to keep from having a complete mental breakdown. It's 8 at night, and my dad calls, expecting his happy birthday wishes, because of course he does. I try to be civil and tell him about my bad day, and he just starts talking about himself? I couldn't do it anymore, I snapped. I started going off on him. He tried to interrupt, saying it wasn't his fault, my world was crashing down on me, but I cut him off. I told him it wasn't about my bad day, it was about him choosing his abusive family over me, how everything always has to be about him. He couldn't even listen to me rant for three minutes without turning it into some sort of pity party for himself. How I know it was his birthday, but if I actually cared, I would have called him. I told him how he used to mean the world to me, but he failed me so miserably as a father, and I just couldn't do it anymore. My parting words to him were, happy freaking birthday. I'm done with you. Don't bother contacting me again. And I hung up. I know my bad day was a tipping point, but even with that aside, I've been building resentment towards him for years for everything he's put me through. I initially posted this in Am I the Jerk, but they deemed the first paragraph alone to be too violent, which is fair. From the few people who saw my post before it was removed, I at least have some reassurance that I'm not the jerk for what I did. As far as the Am I the Jerk format goes, I don't think OP's the jerk. Yes, they were having a very tough day and a lot was going on, but there is an incredible amount of baggage involved around their dad and their relationship. So, getting a call from your dad, who obviously hasn't shown any care for years, and let some very bad things happen, calling up saying, Where's my birthday wishes? 
I think would be enough to set anybody off. And our final story of the day is by Frustrated Panda, Boyfriend's Mother Hates Me, Valentine's Day Experiences. In the past, my boyfriend made a lot of posts about the wonderful evolution of relationship between us and his mother. But since I'm a sarcastic person, this means it was crap. Why? Because weird skin, temper, and foreign family members bad. That was until she got the same skin condition. Then she innovated to my fashion choices, and I definitely didn't get two tattoos just to spite her. Well, now on to the past few Valentine's Days. Valentine's 2019, situation tense. For that day, Tom and I planned to just play some games at my home. I gave him a card with a crappy doodle, he wrote me a poem, nothing too complicated, until his mother made it complicated. First off, she found the card with the poem and a box of those Belgian seashell pralines. She took both of the things, saying that he shouldn't even bother with me after what I did. By then, only shouted at her during the start of the war, and when she stole the hoodie I bought Tom, and kinda was the cause of Tom breaking his wrist, he managed to steal the card back but not the pralines because she ate them in one sitting. That's number one thing I'm never forgiving her. Then she somehow got a hold of my horrible doodle, to which she said it's bad and low effort. Bruh, tell me something I don't already know. That I clearly don't value him enough, and that if it's my best, I shouldn't draw anything at all. You see, I could easily spend hours drawing him the best picture I could, but Tom actually appreciates simple things way, way more than overly complicated ones. Something about him not being worth the effort, which is something I 110% disagree with, but, you know. Valentine's 2020, Situation, War. At this point, she stopped trying to prevent us from giving each other stuff and moved on to the heavier stuff. At this point, Tom and I were living away from our families and dorms. For example, she started openly bad-mouthing me and my family, how Tom would rather spend the day with me than someone actually good and worth his time, and how he's way too young to celebrate things like that. Tom and his mother got into an argument. If you saw his posts, you probably can imagine how it went. Valentine's 2021, still war, bad-mouthing me and Tom to her groups of Facebook Karens accusing us of ruining her life and how Valentine should be celebrated as a day of stupid sons, preferring the first person to smile at them over their mothers. Valentine's 2022 Situation Stable His mother expressed regret over her past behavior. When someone showed her our Valentine's post, it's treason then. Whatever, I don't care. If she genuinely regrets the past years, salt in the wound is well deserved for eating my favorite sweets. Maybe she isn't all that wrong about me being a horrible person. Maybe it was also because she actually celebrated Valentine's for the first time in many years. From what Tom told me, his parents didn't celebrate it. That's it, I guess. I think to me what stands out is clearly Tom's mom just doesn't have their own life. Like they're trying to needlessly insert their thoughts, their opinions, their feelings into their own son's life. Just let the guy live his life and stop trying to control him like it's The Sims or something. Like, yeah, he could go woohoo somebody else, but it's not your decision to make mom. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories.